Welcome to Park Bench Interviews, hosted by Randy Goodman, Harvey Callis Real Estate, your real estate professional. Get to know our community, our businesses, products, and services that will elevate your life. Please welcome your hostess, Randy Goodman. Randy here from Harvey Callis Real Estate, and I'm super excited to be chatting with Jeanette Burke, who you may already know because she's a huge TV personality. She is a media personality, mentor, and trainer, and I can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you, Jeanette, for being on here with me. Well, thank you, Randy, for the invitation to be here. It's an absolute pleasure. Well, I think I'm more thrilled, but we're going to be able to share you with the whole community out there. So I'm really excited. So first tell us a little bit about what do you do? Cause I know you wear a few hats. Uh, I do, but they're intertwined. So what I do basically is I'm the executive producer, host and creator of the award-winning TV show, online TV show, Jeanette's TV, which, which are now in season nine. Uh, we have the spinoff Jeanette's TV podcast, which we just started like uh, about a month and a half ago. And thank God it's doing very well. Nice. And then we have the um, division of my mentoring and training, which is media mentoring and presentation, performance and communications training, um, which is under the banner Jeanette, uh, Jeanette's Trade Secrets media mentoring and training so i train you to be on camera whether that's for videos media interviews pod or webcasts um uh or lives facebook lives instagram whatever okay. i i also train you to be on stage if you're doing virtual solo panel speaking or even preparing for a ted talk oh. and um i also you can take these skills that I give you and apply them to uh, better interpersonal communications when dealing with prospective clients, uh, sponsors, investors, and of course, staff. So basically, you know, it's all intertwined. I teach you how to get into the media and get more media coverage and be good when you're there. Mm -hmm. And I also teach you how to be better when you're speaking and when you're presenting. So it, it's all part and parcel of the same thing. And of okay. course the show has been, as I said, around for nine seasons, over 450 aired episodes. Wow. And we, we cater to, um, well, women and smart men, 30 to 55 worldwide. The audience has built up to over 5 million. Ah. Over. We're close to almost to thank God we're going closer to 10. Um, and that's like, my whole following, like all my social media, plus my YouTube, plus my mailing list combined. So I built that in nine years. Wow. Yeah, a lot of work, but yeah, I'm happy I did it. Because obviously when I left studios, I wasn't allowed to take anything with me. Right. Like no viewers, nothing. So we started from scratch. And- um, Hard work. <laughs> we, thank you. Yeah, I couldn't do it without my, my team. I have a team that helps me, but I was just gonna say that we have that following. We cater to with women 30 to 55 and smart men. We are a lifestyle show online. Okay. And we also feature uh, celebrities like top name celebrities from Hollywood, but also celebrities in other fields. So thought leaders, um, game changers and experts on a variety of topics that pertain to lifestyle issues for 
women and smart men in that target demographic of 30 to 55. So nice. that's what I do. And I'm happy to present issues, personal and professional issues that impact people's lives and have them get some perspective from our guests, right. hopefully a takeaway that they can apply in their life to make a difference or a change or what have you. Well, I love that, Jeanette. And, you know, I, I really want to know, because you have like a nice realm of media things that you do, not only to share with the public, but also helping other people to be able to do the same kind of thing or whatever way they wish to do it. Uh, and you're, of course, sharing this information so that you can help people. So I love that whole, uh, you know, piece about you. Can you tell us what led you to get there? Were you always in the media? Did you do something different before? Like what led you here? Okay. So it's interesting. When I was growing up, I used to ask a lot of questions and I was told, why don't you go be a lawyer? Cause I really wanted to be an actress <laughs> from the time I was three. But then, you know, I was told, why don't you go be a lawyer? Because I have Jewish parents and they want to make sure I had a living and that I wasn't going to be you know, mooching off them for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I was actually headed towards law school. And I had an undergraduate degree in political science and economics, mm -hmm. but I never really enjoyed the law thing because it wasn't right. what I thought it was, it was going to be. Okay. And then my mother would say to me, you know, you would also make a very good journalist. And I believed that. However, at the time when I was going through university, I was d dissuaded from going into journalism because I was told that, you know, journalism is, is a dying field because okay. the internet's taking over. So maybe do something else. And that led me to PR, public and media relations marketing, which is basically journalism and marketing combined. So I did have that background okay. and I did take a, a course in that. I graduated from that with a, a, a PR, public and media relations marketing. Okay. That led me at a very young age to start Primetime PR, which was my first business. And that was a boutique um, PR company. And I did it for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I, I started to resent it because it wasn't really my true love, even though I was good at it. Okay. And what happened was out of that business, um, I, I sort of became the overseer for media strategy and media pitches and media materials. And then I had a girl working for me that would take my strategies and pitch our client to the media to get them print radio, TV, internet, whatever we could get okay. them in any combination because I didn't like that part. Okay. So I realized when I split out the business and I start focusing on devising the strategies and the materials, and I also start working with my clients in a sort of a mentoring, coaching, consulting capacity mm -hmm. where I was the one preparing them to go to a media interview or be okay. interviewed. And I was also the one preparing them to have a better speech when they went on stage. So I started to realize, you know, there's another business here. And at the same time that all this was happening, I was being invited to uh, speak and present at all kinds of organizations around the greater Toronto area, right. as well as at the learning annex. Okay. And I was also given many media opportunities to be uh, interviewed and to have my own column for four years running 
uh, in what was the York Region Business Times. It no longer exists, but I had like a full page front or back cover for four years wow. straight. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you. So I was getting invited to be a guest on other people's shows. And what happened out of that was I was then offered a permanent segment on, on a show out of that channel. And I know you know, because we had you on. I was offered a permanent segment on a, on a show first for like, I had a marketing segment. That show left that channel. And when they left that channel, main, the main flagship show, which was called uh, Liquid Lunch, asked me to come as a co-host okay. and do this once a month for an hour plus my segment. And I did that for two years and I recall interviewing you at one time on that. Mm -hmm. um, so when I started to do that, and all those media placements, I realized, you know, my really, my true love has always been educating, presenting, what have you, in front of the camera, not behind it. Right. So um, I kind of had to regroup on that. And I decided right then and there that it was time for me to pick up my socks and really pursue what I loved because it was aching in my heart not doing it. Right. And that eventually led me to another network where I started my own show. And I wasn't, I wasn't ready for my own show, right. I thought. <laughs> but it happened November 28, 2011. I started with something called Jeanette's I'm Every Woman TV. And it was very female focused. And I did that for a long time. And in fact, until uh, probably like nine months ago where I rebranded it to just Jeanette's TV. Okay. Um, so, you know, and that's how it happened for me. I went, I moved from behind the camera to in front of it. Right. And I did something else. And that was because I had that PR background mixed with the journalism and the marketing. Yep. Yep. And I also had a very strong business acumen from growing up in a business family. Right. I was the first one to take my skills and develop a package for other people so that when they were being right. interviewed in the media, whether it was my show or somebody else's show, it wasn't just about having an interview. It was more about having a strategic marketing plan that involved media and, and PR. Okay. So I was the first to actually train them to go into the, in, to prepare to go to the interview. And that meant looking at their message and developing their uh, talking points or sound bites so that the message would get out in a proper way. Right. As opposed to just spewing everything yes. there is to say <laughs> about the business and being right. remembered for like nothing. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was, I was working heavy duty with them on, on the messaging, the scripting, the branding, um, the imaging, right? Because there's all these nonverbal cues when you do um, speaking and media interviewing that many business owners, whether they're CEO, this is who I work with, CEOs, executives, uh, professionals, entrepreneurs, sales agents, they don't realize this, right? They don't take these things into account. Mm -hmm. And then they wonder, well, why isn't my media and speaking uh, engagements working for me right. to get me business? Right. And so one of the things that they wouldn't look at is the nonverbal cues, like your body language. Mm -hmm. Your pacing, your voice techniques, your breathing, mm -hmm. how to use a teleprompter. Um, and these are all the things that I consult on, mentor and train. And I would do that first because my contention was, of course, I did have a PR background. So mm -hmm. my contention was 
that if you really want media and speaking to work for you as a strategic marketing move, then you got to play it correctly. Right? right. So that meant getting prepared first. And exactly. I'm very, very much a stickler for that. <laughs> and then you go to the interview, which is the, what we call the shoot in, in a technical terms or the filming right. of an interview. Right. So, but that's add- not enough. Then you got to be able to promote it. Right. Yeah. Cause no, it's not going to work for you. If nobody sees it, no, no video of any kind right. is going to work for you if nobody sees it. So there you need a strategy around that too. And I offered that too, as part of a whole package. Right. So we did what was, what we used to call prep, shoot, push. Okay. Right. We used to have that as an all in one package. And we did that. I was the only one who did it that way. I was the only one who put it together like that. And others tried to copy me afterwards, Right. but it was a comprehensive offer because I wanted it to work. I wanted it to be strategic. And I knew that when it came to each, each piece built on the other. And when we came to the the push part or the promotion part, we had an extensive way of promoting you to make you news for more than a day. Right. We, we did it for 60 days, right? Yeah. And we ran a giveaway for you so that you could collect some leads. Although we're not in the leads right. collection business, we're right. in the visibility exposure business, but we did that as an added bonus favor, right? Yeah. And so we, we try to make it work by putting these three things together. And I, as I said, I was the first one to put those three pieces together like that. Right. Right. And now I've separated it. So now we have the consulting side and the TV side, but they still work hand in hand because, you know, it makes for better interview or better, better speaking. So I love that. And this pertains to like, you're mentioning all sorts of different types of businesses that could use this. So anyone who's looking to get exposure, whether it's television or radio, or even just social media right if you're not looking for the big times and you're looking for you know even the smaller times but just to be known doing things like being on this website or being on other social media platforms jenna you're able to help them with whatever job it is no matter how big or small correct i am and and i want to just say today because of the covid 19 situation with many many business owners uh, realizing, you know, we got to move our marketing online. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there, there could be some challenges around that if you are uncomfortable presenting on camera, right? Because when you look at online marketing in the realm of social marketing or digital marketing, you cannot ignore camera, right? There's, we talked about at the top of the segment, camera involves video lives, um, virtual speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. being interviewed like today on a, a web or podcast, or even it could be a traditional media show. They're also doing media interviews like this because right. they can't film in studio. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter whatever it is, you have to like, you have to be prepared. So one of the things that I do in my training is first to make sure that you understand exactly how the media works and what it means okay. to get media coverage. And how does that differ from advertising? Because it does. And how do you get in there? Like, do you have a storyline? Is it, is it a good storyline or is it basically an ad in disguise? Because if it is, I can tell you right now, garbage. So, you know, I try to make sure that we understand what, what your compelling hook angle spin is 
And then how do you parlay that into a media pitch, which gets sent out to see if you're actually going to be granted a media interview in print, radio, or TV, or online, or pod, or webcast, right? There's a process yep. to it. Yep. So yep. that's one of my trainings. Then I have, oh, I have got that media training, uh, sorry, I have got that media interview booked. Or I have got that big virtual speaking right. uh, gig booked now because, you know, I have to do it virtually because, you know, no one's traveling. There's no industry conferences or events anymore. Right, right. And you got that big break, but you don't know what to do with it because you're nervous because you're not used to using virtual technology and camera to make it work. Right. So I have a one hour package, which is a session just to work with you for that gig, whatever that gig is right. or whatever that engagement is to get you ready to go and to give okay. you feedback and whatever, get you ready. So make sure that you make the most of it and you do not waste that opportunity, right? Cause oh, you I love that. waste That's one, awesome. you might waste 50 more because no one maybe will book you after that. Right? Exactly. So, so I that have that. And then I have the presentation and performance mastery, which is the six plus modules to make you really good on camera and stage, which also happen to be great if you want to be engaging with prospective clients, sponsors, investors, staff. And those six modules include things like your messaging, your scripting, your scripting for a promo video, using a teleprompter, mm -hmm. um, your body image, your voice techniques, your image, your makeup, your hair, like all of it. Right. That's awesome. Okay. So are there any tips that you can give people like while they're at home? Cause a lot of people can't open their stores right now, or they can't have their businesses running right now and they're sitting at home and maybe wondering, well, what can I be doing with my business? Do you have any suggestions for them? Yes. Well, I would say first and foremost, you have the, the option of social media and online marketing. Mm -hmm. And that's really your biggest option right now. So I would say the first thing is devise a marketing plan for online marketing and look at what that, what strategies within that big plan are doable and workable mm -hmm. and sustainable that you can do like over and over and over again to get clients. So, so there are a lot of different aspects to online marketing. So you'd have to look at the whole gamut and see what works so maybe it's on um like email marketing is part of online marketing mm -hmm. video obviously um posts content and social what you're thinking about what you're putting out there online website landing pages um you know so on and so yeah. forth there's a whole list so i would look at the gamut and then from that choose at least three things that you can work over and over again that are good for you, right? Like maybe push you a little bit out of your comfort zone, but not to a point where you're not going to do it because right. like whether it's good times or bad times, consistency in marketing is what brings in the clients. Right. Absolutely. So, and then I would say, okay, look, video has to be a part of this, right? Because we can't ignore video today. It's yep. too big there with the lives and with, with the streaming, with online speaking opportunities, you cannot ignore it. So it's best to try and make video your friend. If you are afraid to be on camera, there are things that you can do to alter that. And 
it may be working with me, maybe not. The one thing that I will tell you is to start changing the way you think about it in your head. Because mm. most of the time when people are afraid of being on camera, yep. uh, they are too committed to perfection. Like they're worried about what they're going to look like on camera. Right. When you want camera to work for you, you have to think about three things. What am I saying? Why am I saying it? And how do I look so that you're not just picking up a camera and shooting and doing a disservice to your brand. Because the right. truth is that you are going to be looked at and people are forming opinions as to whether or not they work on want to work right. with you or not. So you do have to still do your part to look your best and come off uh, feeling comfortable and, and at ease. And Having at the a same script, time, be you, right? Pardon? <laughs> and at the same time, be you. No, be yourself. You can't be me. I can't be you. I don't you mean me. you. <laughs> I mean, they should be themselves. Yes, they should be yes. themselves. But how to be yourself is knowing, like, make a little plan, a little script or an outline of what you're going to say. Don't just pick up the camera and go for it and wing it. Um, like I do. Make, take some <laughs> effort to make yourself look presentable, <laughs> even if it's just putting some brow pencil and some powder and some lipstick if you don't want to do the whole gamut, right? The whole, yeah, yep. like I smeared up, but, um, <laughs> but I know how to put makeup on because my mother was a makeup artist. But if you're not comfortable with that, just do the basics, like some mascara, some brows, a little bit of lipstick, something that makes you look decent and right. obviously fix your hair as best as possible. Then my other tip is when you look at the camera, a lot of people get tripped up with, with looking at the camera because they're not used to seeing themselves on camera. If you would just think of the camera as a friend or a mother, your mother, that you're just having a conversation with, like you and I are just having a conversation and just remember, you know, this is the camera eye. Mm -hmm. Pretend you're talking to one person. Even if there's hundreds of thousands of other people right. listening, it's one person and it's much more relatable yeah. and you come off much more authentic. Exactly. You can also see, I'm pointing to the eye of the camera here, whether it's here or on your cell phone. You put like maybe a little um, sticky, a sticky note, like in a color, yep. put it there. And that will remind you to look at the camera when you're talking to good an idea. audience. Yeah, good idea. However, we are also talking because you are interviewing me, right? And, and the mark of a good interview, wherever it's on, like even on Zoom, is that once in a while we take our eyes away from the audience to engage with the interviewer, right. which is you. So notice how I'm going here and then I'm going here just to make you part of the conversation because I'm, inter I'm interacting with you and then I'm going back over here, yeah. right? Yeah. Sure. And these are just some simple things that will get you comfortable being on film or on camera and then you know what it's practice practice makes yep. Yep. perfect absolutely well, thank said. you for those tips Jeanette so tell us a little bit like before we go to our sign-off tell us a little bit of how you give back to the community because this is a community site and we want to hear about you know the special things that you do so give okay us a so i have always been um a big believer in giving back because i was raised in a family that gave back a lot so for me um helping the community um uh, well every every week uh, when i do any kind of groceries even if i order online i try to give some kind of food or money for people to eat with 
because they have to eat, right? And especially now we have some very vulnerable people in society, like our homeless people, who not only do not have a bed or a home to go to, you know, they don't know where their next meal is coming from. And they're actually also at very high risk for catching COVID. So I try to make sure that those particular charities that sponsor or uh, cater to the homeless mm-hmm. have something that a donation or something where they they have a bed or can get into a hotel room or something like right, that right another thing that i like to do is is help the elderly because right now again very vulnerable segment of society is is our elders are you know and i i unfortunately don't have any grandparents left they've all passed but um, even when my grandparents were alive, I used to make time just to spend with them and, mm-hmm. uh, they were in a home and I used to go and give them things. And like, for example, even like for Valentine's day or any kind of holiday, but I'll just tell you for Valentine's day, my grandparents were in home and they were in the same room. And I used to go and buy like little chocolate and gifts and cards and sign it from each other and give it to each other just so they would remember Nice. Or like that she was in a different room, I would wheel her in to see my grandpa, you right. know, yeah. things like that. So now today they have these services where you can um, volunteer to talk to older people or in, in, in the, like in the, uh, the equivalent of an old folks home or an adult living care where you can't right. go in and see them, but right. you can talk to them, you can FaceTime them. That's really important because they really need to know that they, they are not alone, right? They're very isolated. They're very lonely. Um, I also want to make sure that they're being fed, right? Because yeah. they have to eat to be healthy. Um, and so these are just some of the things I do to give back. Um, nice. I, I also just I mean, I don't have time to do everything because my life is like you, very busy. So I have to pick and choose. But sometimes I I, I know I just send a donation. Yep. Yep. Listen, any little thing that we can do is makes an impact, you know, whether you have the time to do it personally or whether it's sending money or food or whatever it is, clothes and whatnot it's important every little bit helps so thank you so much for being a part of the community that way Jeanette and giving back Mm -hmm. and for all the tips and all the information you were sharing with us because I know a lot of business owners at home are really you know confused and not sure what they can do but they can continue to be active and promote their businesses even though you might be closed right now so Jeanette if anybody wants to work with you what's the website that they can find you at Okay, so my website is www.janette, which is J-A-N-E-T-T-E, Burke, B-U-R-K-E dot com. And uh, we we are in the midst of changing the current website there. It's going to be a whole new site with all my new offerings up in two weeks. So it, it is going to be the same URL, but okay. what you see now isn't what you're going to see and the new stuff is obviously going to be the best stuff. Okay. Um, so that's how you can find me. And you can also, you know, uh, reach out to me via phone or text 416-802-0655. Again, 416-802-0655. Um, I'm very active on all social media platforms. I can be found on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, 
YouTube, you name it, I'm there. And there's, there's like, <laughs> you're you know, the media lady. So. Yeah. so there's like an inbox, like Facebook messenger me, you know, whatever, yeah. like, well, we're going to have email. all your links on the page yeah. so they'll easily be able to find you. Yeah. And you can also email me and that is Jeanette, J-A-N-E-T-T-E. -T -T. And I spell it because yeah, my name is spelled different than yeah. what, what most people say for Jeanette. Right. So J-A-N-E-T-T-E -T -T -E at JeanetteBurke.com dot com is my email address okay perfect thank you so much and thank you so okay. much for sharing with us today Jeanette okay thank you so much I just want to say to everyone be well be safe and I know we're all in this together we're all going through this together so yeah don't give up and just do whatever you can to keep promoting your business and you know get uh, sales or whatever or you know if, if you give up then yeah, you won't have a business. So you have to keep going no matter what. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Randy. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to this interview hosted by Randy Goodman. We hope you will take action and connect with the incredible business people and leaders in our community. And remember, Randy is always here to answer any questions you have regarding your real estate needs. Be sure to register on the website and stay up to date on what's happening in your area at parkbench.com slash millpond.